Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Wrestling. I came to, I came to pod. There's no price to pay. Wrestle Culture's here with all the bants. Way. Say hello and subscribe, eh? We're always coming back every Friday. I'm Adam. Well, what? Wow. <laughs> wow. Joy, my Adam very, very good. <laughs> I've, that's literally all my work this week, guys. Um, so I you, I'm glad you liked it. And I think I think it's a new intro for every podcast going forward. But anyway, as I said, I'm joined by Adam Nicholas and Phil Chambers from What Could You Discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week and review Elimination Chamber, of course. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We'll review Raw, SmackDown, the Wednesday Night War between AW and NXT pay-per-views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Nicholas. And Phil, it's been, what, five days since we were... Sat up in the small hours of Monday morning. Not too bad, to be fair. We've got all finished by like what? Two half small two, hours, yeah. Half two, three. Yeah, o'clock. it was good. Uh, yeah, l- looking back, what do you think of Elimination Chamber? It was a decent pay per view. It wasn't. Yeah. It's not exactly going to set the world on fire <laughs> at all. Uh, but I thought it was pretty solid most of the way through. Um, some obviously good. Well, I say good surprises. Some surprises with the Miz <laughs> and things, and a great, great Chamber match on the SmackDown side of things. It had a little bit of something for everyone. Do you, Nicholas, are you a bit like me? Do you look back now on the chamber and feel a little bit better now Monday Night Raw has sort of established that, don't worry, the Miz will not be champion for that long? <laughs> I, I don't think I was ever like, oh, no, the whole thing's ruined because, I mean, I wasn't as interested as I probably should have been about the Miz, but that's their fault, I think, not like his fault, certainly. I don't think it's anything to do with him. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll get the feeling he may just be a stepping stone, to say the least, on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, and we were baffled earlier on in the show when Lashley got there. We were, we were, was that the one, Phil, where we, I said, I think, we basically said, oh, put your house on. I think I gave you both Riddle and John Morrison in that match for the What Culture Champion. <laughs> no way, Lashley. Yeah, pretty much, because it really didn't matter. It was, it was that obviously going to be Bobby Lashley. Uh, but then, of course, shenanigans, and, and it makes sense in the long run that he led to this, I suppose. Uh, 
fact, he basically went up to his MVP and went, so Bobby's really pissed with your mate, John Morrison. So how about we work out this deal? Things were... And Phil cashed in his money in the bank briefcase on himself, which was quite impressive. That is impressive. Very. Stuff like that happens. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, but yeah. I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think... Um, I think in terms of ways to to actually pull the trigger on that money in the bank briefcase, that was probably the best creatively. Because yes, you know, you put the title on Miz, Phil, but you've also established that. I mean, Bobby Lashley is basically destined to be world champion next week, isn't he? Yeah, like you say, I think the war kind of fixed everything in terms of the worries about what people uh, were thinking about it at the elimination chamber. But whether it happens next week, whether whenever it happens, like. Miz is going to get his comeuppance. Obviously, he tried to get out of it on Raw and stuff with Bobby Lashley, but, I mean, they are sending him straight to the moon with the push that he's on at the minute. He is unbeatable. So you've got to imagine sooner rather than later, he's going to be the champ. Yeah, I, I can't tell whether it's going to be next week, Nicholas. Obviously, there's a title match next week. Uh, that was mm-hmm. established. And great to see Bobby Lashley not getting sort of Oh, yeah, you're in the title picture, but we'll put Braun Strowman in just in case. He just murks him as well. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, I also like the Miz being akin to me when I've got a bit of work to do that I would rather do other stuff. Busy, really busy. I'm so sorry. I'm busy. Can't defend the title this week. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I can't tell, Nicholas, whether it's going to be next week or there's going to be some shenanigans to set it up at Fastlane again. But... Yeah, it feels like a matter of time for Bobby Lashley, which is great to, you know, when you think about his overall WWE career, to finally have him hold that WWE Championship, even if it is potentially just to transition it back onto Drew at WrestleMania, that's good, isn't it? I think so. I think there's a lot more of this, though, maybe than me to say. I mean, first of all, you're asking me if it's going to be a straight clean win for him or are there going to be shenanigans on Monday Night Raw? I think (laughs) I'm almost almost sure they're going to make this the match for, they're going to have a title, like the a, a crowning moment on that fast lane show. They need to have something big on it, don't they? You never know what's going to happen on Peacock when they first go there. <laughs> so having a, a big title win would probably be a great way to start it, a memorable one too. Um, and I think as well on top of that, um, in terms of Bobby Lashley, a lot of people are talking about it's a great way to put the title on him to then give it to Drew. Are they going to do that? It's like I know it's a, I really like the idea of Drew getting his um you know getting a big applause at, uh, at WrestleMania for all the hard work and stuff. I, I'm into that. But you think they're just gonna throw this Bobby Lashley stuff in the bin for the sake of that? I'm not so sure now. Like they really have, as you've touched on there, they've pushed him to the moon all the way throughout this. It seems odd that they would just then go, ah, ah, forget about it. Ah. What's your predictions for? Brock Lesnar being added into this, Nicholas. Well, that's the <clears throat> that's got to be the way that if if there was a if there's a big if there's a match that's bigger than say or a reason sorry to get for, for Bobby to maybe not get the belt or for whatever reason I don't know. In fact, if there's a reason for Bobby to not get the belt, say Drew coming back to get his revenge and interfering or something, or even Brock Lesnar returning. Brock Lesnar is probably the biggest reason I'd want to see Bobby Lashley not anywhere near the title picture because that's the only match I would want to see him in other than having a match where he wins the title or is certainly involved in the title picture. Is Brock going to come back though? I mean, oh, I don't know. But I think I'll tell you what, you asked earlier on, 
about this elimination chamber. I think it's set a lot of things up nicely, which mm. is it feels like like in recent years maybe you could be sort of WWE could be criticised for perhaps a lack of feeling like the road to WrestleMania was really yeah. on the way. I'm feeling it this year. I don't know if I'm just desperate because it's of the way the world is right now, but I am definitely feeling it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's decent. The path, you know, we've we've sort of already known from the end of January, Phil, and we'll get on to to the the Royal Rumble winners. But like you say, there's excitement around all the other stuff because it's so up in the air and it's such a mad show and it's across two nights, so they've got to put on so many big matches that it's it's tough to call. Yeah, definitely, and as kind of muddy as the raw waters are with the championship picture like on the flip side smackdown's like absolutely set so like you know at least you've got one firm match to build to and then you can have a bit more shenanigans on the other side because you've already got that one firm match like before Mm -hmm. this pay-per-view when edge was still doing his oh am i gonna pick today oh no i'm not am i gonna pick today oh no i'm not and then just that repeat to fade it felt a little bit like there was just like maybe a lack of focus or there just wasn't something to latch onto. But now there's a couple of things that you can see, okay, this is 100% happening at WrestleMania. Like we can focus on that and then we can just kind of enjoy the ride, I guess, of the, the Miz stuff as we, as we go along. And I mean, that Roman Reigns versus Edge match is going to be brilliant. <laughs> Let's face it. I feel like I completely agree that the Miz should not hold the world title going into WrestleMania. <laughs> But I did feel a little bit bad reporting. I think it was on Tuesday morning. So he's, he's been champion for 36 hours at best. Just, yeah, Miz will be nowhere near the world title picture by the time April rolls around. It was, I felt a bit bad for him because, you know, uh, yes, he's not the person to be the, you know, the, the figurehead of the companies, particularly not when we're coming out of this and they're trying to attract fans back, both in attendance and just watching the show. But and I, and I very much don't subscribe to the whole, well, he's been with the company for ages, so give him a world title. No, that's not how these things work. You get a nice watch when you finish at your job. They don't go, oh, just make him uh, CEO because it's, uh, you know, he's been here ages, so might as well make him CEO. Um, it's not like, like WWE has built us up to the point where we would accept The Miz as a WWE champion, no. though, has he? No. Like over the last year, think of everything he's done and how little he was doing leading into this. And then, oh, all of a sudden, there you go. You're at the top of the card now. And it's just like, why Why would we <laughs> care about this? Like, he should be wanting uh, to get that reign done as quickly as possible because that's how WWE has presented The Miz. And let's not forget, he didn't, I mean, he did win the Money in the Bank briefcase, but he didn't win the yeah. Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah. He went through court featuring Teddy <laughs> Long and a cruel JBL. Well, I say cruel. Featuring JBL and... Uh, <laughs> And then, yeah, eh, Tucky kind of just handed him the briefcase in, effectively. But thankfully, that storyline really played out fantastically well. So it was all worth what they did with that. And let's talk about Edge and, and Roman Reigns. Let's go to our senior Edge correspondent, Mr. Adam Nicholas. Uh, happy with this in the end? Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't be? Who mm. wouldn't be happy with this match? I just, it was starting to get on my nerves. Phil mentioned it there. It was really starting to get on my nerves, the whole... It just, even... Even for my main man, Edge, it was starting to feel like, man, come on already. Like, even you aren't delivering this well. Like, it, and I'm, you know what I mean? I would let that man deliver anything. I'd let him deliver me child if I was, if it was. <laughs> but just, it was genuinely starting to feel slow and sluggish. And I think it, this was probably about a week too long, but thank God it, it was Roman he picked and it wasn't randomly Finn Balor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think this is a, a huge match, and I think I still stand by. If Edge is going to do this right, he shouldn't win the belt. 
which is weird for me to say because I would love to see him with the belt at the end of the show. But I think if he's doing this return of his correctly, uh, which I know it's not really in his hands, it's mostly down to Vince and that, but I think he puts Roman over. I should put Roman over at me. Interesting to see the uh, odds come out today and they just said they're the same. We have no idea who's going <laughs> to I genuinely would have assumed, like you say, that even at this early stage, it'd be slightly in Roman's favour just because of the, the run that he's on. But, you know, this groundswell of support behind Edge, which is completely understandable and the excitement around him challenging for the title, maybe evens things out. Phil, you're getting spoiled over on the blue brand, really, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Um, yeah, I'm loving this. I, although I, the one thing I did think about this when it happened, like, yeah, it was like a great little moment on the pay-per-view when he came in and he speared Roman at the end of the match and things. But after all this build, like we were saying how boring it was getting about him not picking and him just like, oh, this is dragging on a little bit too long. Then uh, his whole point of not picking was because he wanted to wait until the Elimination Chamber matches mm. were out of the way so he knew who the champ was. Like if he looked back now, it's like, oh, if I'd waited an extra day, I could have picked the Miz. I could have beaten him <laughs> well easy at WrestleMania. Uh, and instead he picked it before the other match had even gone on. So the, the whole logic behind this is slightly flawed, let's say, but they're on the right track now and we'll move, go into WrestleMania and hopefully it'll be plain sailing from here. Yeah, and you would assume after that god-awful women's tag team title match that they're just going to go, right, let's just have Bianca and Sasha, let's just announce it as soon as possible, maybe even on tonight's yeah. SmackDown because that's the direction they need to go in. I mean, the argument, I, I completely agree, Phil, that he said, hey, I'm going to watch... Watched, basically, basically watched TakeOver and went, well, that was crap. I'm not, I'm not getting my fingers broken. You can bollocks to that. Um, yeah. And then he watched that. He say, I suppose the 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 only way that, that he can present it, and the three guys here who were desperate to get behind him and support him and, and believe in what he believes, so we will buy it if he did this. I think if he comes out maybe tonight on SmackDown and says, I had this big plan of waiting till maybe the roar after Elimination Chamber or the moment the Elimination Chamber had finished and announcing it. But the moment I saw... Roman Reigns walking down to the ring after a 35-minute Elimination Chamber match with Daniel Bryan just face down on the mat. He was like, I can't stand this bastard winning, you know, and just, you know, waltzing through and and, uh, and having it all his own way. So I thought I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spill him out of his goddamn shoes, Adam Nicholas. I don't even think that's it. I think if it's him, it's as simple as him saying, and I, I can't tell you how much I've really hated him, him saying, I'm the ultimate opportunist. Something about that really bothered me. Like, that's for other people to say, I feel, not yeah, him to yeah. say. I don't know. It, did, it felt really odd and really like edge edge the brand speaking rather than <laughs> edge the actual wrestler, which was strange to me. But all he's going to say is, well, I told you all that because I'm the master and I was like misleading you and I had a, had a plan the whole time. And But yeah, very odd logic up there, wasn't it? Because like you say, if indeed it's just about having the main event, if he just wants a title, well, all right, there's the miss. <laughs> right there, he's just won. He's just won the money in the bank briefcase. Uh, the cast his money in the bank briefcase. In there's your match. Bob's your uncle. Um, I, 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 my concern. I talk, talked about this. I think on the SmackDown preview today, Phil. Is obviously there every ever since he won the Rumble, people were like, "Oh, spear versus spear, spear versus spear, spear versus spear, spear versus spear." That's just my range which I don't want it to be that basic. There's far better storylines you can do than... I mean, I, I didn't even like that build at the WrestleMania where all he did was shout the word spear, I think. Three months <laughs> straight. But uh, I also don't like the idea, because I can see them booking this, of them both going for a spear at the same time. 
that, oh, that is that is a head-on collision that no one wants to see, especially with with Edge's history of neck problems. But talking of the the, the elimination chamber, two very different elimination chamber matches, um, obviously with with two very different directions that they were heading in. But I thought the SmackDown one was great, Phil, particularly when they got rid of King Corbin, effectively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a nice just, uh, who should we get rid of? Uh, get rid of him first, that'll be nice and easy. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think all the guys in the match came out looking really, really good. Um, Brian and Cesaro kind of bookending it is just oh. absolutely perfect for this little Cesaro push. Um, as great as it would have been to have Cesaro win it, I'm kind of glad that we didn't just like there's the Roman Reigns Cesaro match that's done and like squash Cesaro in a few minutes at the end of it um but having said that even like with Daniel Bryan winning he's like Cesaro still looked really strong in defeat in it but then that little short match afterwards like that moment where Daniel Bryan counted the spear oh. somehow into yeah. the yes luck which is one of the best ways to get into a yes luck that I've seen possibly ever it just felt so smooth and it just looked like it should not be physically possible and that like moment of just dragging it in like oh my god he's gonna do it and then just pulling his hands away from his face <laughs> it was just all absolutely perfect and then yeah when Reigns just absolutely beating him down at the end of it it just all worked so so well and that's exactly how that match should have gone as well isn't it like if you're applying real life logic to that Brian yeah. knows if he makes it at the end of that match he's got one shot he's got one yeah. shot and he took it and he had, I was going, obviously, we all knew he wasn't going to win it. But for that little tiny second, yeah. we all got very, very excited. Just for a 90-second match, I couldn't get over what they, they got into it. And like yeah. like you say, not even pinning him, just choking him on after he's been in for 35-odd minutes. To talk about the, the Raw Chamber very quickly, Nicholas. As I said, very different and hard to follow something like what SmackDown did. But I did enjoy the Raw Chamber, uh, particularly, obviously, Big George ripping off the side to allow AJ Styles <laughs> to walk around and wait until Randy Orton, who was obviously fuming at getting rolled up first, mm. until he left to try and sneak something. But yet again, me and Hamlet talked about this on the on our ASMR podcast at 3 a.m. post-Elimination Chamber. Sheamus is so underrated, isn't he? I thought he was great in this match. Yeah, I mean, Seamus has been underrated for a very long time, hasn't mm. he? I, it's tough, isn't it? Because I look at him and I'm like, he's an, he's an incredible nick. Like, he's in incredible condition. He's got pretty good crack. Like, you could put a microphone in his hand and he could probably talk himself into a fight with almost anybody. Mm. I'm not necessarily a fan of the braces and the hat and all that. Given, <laughs> but he's doing his thing. He's always done his thing. Nobody can ever argue with that. Seamus has always found it a unique look. But when someone ever would like pitch for him to be the guy for me, it just doesn't go off. And I imagine yeah. if it, it doesn't go if it doesn't go off on me, and that's anywhere near the same for Vince or anybody in the back, then that's like that's your biggest flaw, biggest hurdle to get over. Sorry, but I don't know why it is. I don't. I don't. I don't know why it is because on paper, if I was to write it up, he should. He really should. I just don't know what for me personally. I don't know what that is. But he did look great in this match, mm. and everything he's done. Like in the build of this, even the stuff with Big E that's then led into all like the the stuff with Drew. I really think he's putting on a, he's doing everything he possibly could. It's literally none of this is on him. I think this is just a me thing personally. It's just it's like the Rhea Ripley paradox for me. I don't I don't get it, but like loads of people get it and it should totally work. So I'm not sure. I, a lot of people Miller had him winning the belt in that match. So I don't yeah. I, I don't know. That's 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 obviously what he can bring out with certain people. 
he feels like he's kind of slipped into this position of like almost like the guardian of the uh, main event scene kind of thing where he's like he's the guy that you've got to go through before you get to the main event mm -hmm. and like you prove yourself against a guy like Seamus to step up to face other people not necessarily <laughs> Seamus um, which is an amazing position to be in in terms of a job in WWE because you'll have that forever uh, like look at Kane he, he was in that position for so mm -hmm. so so long um, but yeah, like you say, like that actually being the man at the top, like maybe it just needs a little bit of a change in presentation or just a change in how WWE put him out there. But he's, he's got to be able to get there at some point. But it does really like make you wonder what's going on with the Drew McIntyre Sheamus stuff at the minute, because they spent quite a long time building that relationship, going back on their past, like mentioning the, the fact that they've been friends for years and years and years and like grew up together and things. Um and it's like, where does this go now that you don't have the belt in it? It seemed like a really logical, easy WrestleMania type match. Yeah. But now you've got The Miz in the way. Now you've got Bobby Lashley in the way. All these other moving parts. And it's like, well, what about this? Like, you forgot about this. Mm -hmm. And then they kept Drew off Raw, which I kind of liked to just keep him out of that whole mm. Miz-Bobby Lashley mess for a bit. But it, it makes you wonder where they're going from here. Just Googling there regarding Sheamus's look. Snatch came out. 21 years ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, this might link into to what you're talking about there, whether it be with Drew or Seamus or well, whoever. Feel free to speculate. I mean, we talk about the fact there's two WrestleMania main events. There's actually three WrestleMania main events. That is the last match on Saturday night, the last match on Sunday night, and, of course, Adam Nicholas, the match against Shane McMahon. Who's he facing? <laughs> oh, boy. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> I honestly don't have a take on this because I've just put Shane McMahon out of my head so much. Like, I rewatched the other day that return he had, and I remember jumping out of my chair yeah. when he gave that Vincent K. McMahon award or whatever. It hey, was. man, yeah. I was right there with you. I not long been back in the wrestling, and he was coming to save my uh, Dallas, Texas WrestleMania card. Yeah. <laughs> so I had no problem with that, man. Big Shane jumping off stuff. Yeah, that was fine. But yeah, man. Do you know what's bothering me the most about this? Adam Pierce has been doing a stellar job. A stellar yeah. job. All by himself. He doesn't need that man to come and start helping him out. That man's track record with any show <laughs> is garbage. It's <laughs> garbage. His daddy bought him a whole company, if we are to believe KFA. Mm -hmm. Didn't work. He was the general manager of SmackDown. Didn't work. Hanging out on ECW? Didn't work. Like, all of these things. He's been trash. Hot trash. And now he's come wandering back like, well, Adam P.S. needs a hand. I'm just going to step it out. No. No, I won't even dignify you with an answer to give Shane McMahon a match because he doesn't and shouldn't have one. Hey, you can never forget about the huge success of Royal Underground. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Royal Underground. <laughs> Oh God! I feel like Are we going to see Braun Strowman chuck him off a pirate ship, though? Is that is that where they're going with this? Yeah, I feel like that's exactly what I'd say if I was Postman Pierce when he came in and went, "Oh, yeah. you're in a very tight ship here." I'd be like, "How's Raw Underground going for you?" <laughs> you had what was it? Is it the same amount of time we had Lana going through a sodding table? You <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I don't know what Phil. Yeah, the Braun Strowman one seems to be more more and more likely each week. God, he's got a. Aside from when he was talking with you, Nicholas, he's got a cursed history at WrestleMania, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying that I was the lucky charm or anything, but <laughs> but he he yeah, it's him and Braun. It, 
Like, could we actually get? Because I, I, you know what? Out of everything, <laughs> I've heard Braun mentioned. I've heard Drew mentioned by Hamlet before Elimination Chamber. Thank goodness that doesn't appear to be happening. <laughs> and all of them, I think, oh, bollocks! What a waste! What, who, you know, why put? I know they wouldn't do it now because they've done it before. But why put someone on like an AJ Styles or a Braun? You know, such a talented current wrestler with him. <laughs> so why not? For why not do Postman Pierce versus Shane? Because be he's in the Adam Pierce match for ages. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be I'd be kind of down with it just to see what ridiculous spectacle they end up doing. Like if you think about the stupid matches like this that we've had in the past, like Vince versus Shane or whatever, they might just go overboard to just have something really really stupid happen. That'll be really good fun. But you know, it's Shane McMahon, and it'll probably end up taking up like half an hour of a WrestleMania <laughs> card, and it'll just be a build to him falling off something, and that's literally it. Like Shane, well Shane doesn't in. deserve. He does not deserve to wrestle Adam Pearce. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> no, Adam Pearce is too good for Shane. Why yeah. don't go back to uh, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon? Relive that on just a who can jump off the highest thing match. <laughs> a helicopter match. Just put them in a helicopter <laughs> together and fly them out over the sea and they can have a match. And whoever stays in the helicopter long enough <laughs> wins. The one who ends up in the sea is the loser. And hopefully the pirate ship will be right down on the sea waiting for them. It's, it's it writes itself. Or we are forgetting, of course, the big name that we all know if anybody should be wrestling Shane McMahon. Who is it? Because if we could keep them away from everybody else, they'd all be safe. And Shane McMahon could have a, they could, together could have a who's going to headbutt a door harder match. <laughs> uh, because don't you want to watch Shane versus Goldberg? What madness that would give you for like five to ten minutes. I mean, it'd be great. Shane would be like smashing him over the head with stuff. Goldberg would just be trying to spear him, but catching his breath on the side. <laughs> It'd be like that Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon thing where he's suplexing him not into glass, just into cupboard doors and things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, one final thing to talk about before we get onto the hashtag bloody good quiz, and that is the insane news that came out a few days ago, Phil Chambers. Well, the big show has gone to AEW. What? Man, this one came out of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> like, I don't think <laughs> if anyone had a 2021 like AEW bingo card for who they might <laughs> sign, I don't think anyone would write big show on that thing. It's just... <laughs> It's just mad. Um, I don't understand it. I mean, I'm sure it'll be great for, for them. I don't know where they're going to go. Like in the press release, they talked about like the possible matches and things. And they were talking on Dynamite about him having a, a wrestling license in AEW or whatever, or something, whatever that, whatever that means. I don't know why you suddenly need a license to wrestle in AEW. Um, but I've genuinely no idea where this might lead in the future, other than the commentary on the new show thing, which is, I think, like the only thing we know for sure. Weird. Yeah, the, the new show's weird as well. Like, oh, do you like Dark? Yeah, it's quite good. It's, I mean, it's missing. Quite long. It's quite long. <laughs> Here's another one. What? I thought you were going to do another TV show. No, another YouTube series, Monday Nights. Uh, okay, but it's got a big show on it and Tony Schiavone. Right. What? Nicholas, you you obviously did the news with, with Phil when this all broke. Your reaction? Yeah, go and watch the video. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, this is this was not on anyone's mind, like literally anyone's. And I, I, we heard heard the reports since about all the reaction from both WWE and AEW. You guys were talking about it on the news yesterday. Hmm. Yes, I'm not surprised they were shocked in WWE. Everybody was shocked. Nobody was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, and this isn't even a, a, a. By the way, this is not even a shot. At, Paul White or the, or the Big Show or whatever we're calling him these days because genuinely like you forget how monstrously big that man is like you take him somewhere else outside of WWE and just to see him in another place is going to be weird it's going to be mad and uh, I think it was Michael Hamlet was tweeting about what about like the Big Show in New Japan like <laughs> what I mean the door is open now he can go wherever the hell he likes like how exciting was it when Chris Jericho turned up in New Japan before AEW and all that because you hadn't seen it. Like, I'm, I've never really been into the big show. Like, literally ever. Even when he was first, <laughs> like, even when he was first starting out. Maybe it's because he's so tall and I'm so small. I don't know what it is. But he's never really done it for me. And But to see him going somewhere else, will I'll still be interested to see what happened. Like, it feels very ominous, Phil, that they're like, they did, they made the announcement and then on the, the show, which clearly popped a bit of a rating as a result of the announcement of Big Show. And then they said, he's going to be here next week. And I thought, that's the same week Shaq's, is, Shaq's wrestling. A coincidence. <laughs> if they somehow pull that off, that WWE wanted for so long and they just do it in like a few weeks or something like that. Definitely <laughs> going to do that. Of course hilarious. they're going to do that. Why wouldn't they do that? The whole literal branding of the show that they're on is called the Go Big Show. Like, of course they're going to do this, and they're probably going to include the branding of the show at the same time, just as an fu 
to WWE. <laughs> like it says, go big show. And like for the whole show, a towel's draped over the go. Just so you just got <laughs> big show on the map. Big show in the ring called Paul White. I'm telling you, man. That's it wouldn't surprise me. That was one of the only reasons why they signed him. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, he's, he's got a he's got a great deal of experience in, in the industry and stuff. And I'm sure he'll be a great voice on commentary for, for AEW Dark Elevation. And by the way, that still opens the door for their other TV show to be called AEW Fuse. It's going to happen, and I'm going to get 10% of the profits. It's going to happen, I tell you, lads. But, yeah, I would not be surprised if this Wednesday they go, right, there's there's Cody and, and Red Velvet and, and Shaq and, and Jake Cargill. That's that. Anyway, join us on uh, Sunday for Revolution, where it's going to be Big Show. Sorry, Paul White versus Shaq. Uh, and as part of the Go Big Show branding, Tony Khan is going to jump over this on a motorbike whilst the match is going on. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what, you've just made me think of a good point there. I would be amazed if they do indeed have Big Show wrestle on that pay-per-view, on that pay-per-view, on that show, like in a match where that Brandon is also kicking around at the same time. I think they might be like, say to Jim Ross, listen, just don't commentate on this match. <laughs> like, just this one. Because there is absolutely no way on earth the JR makes it through that match without going, here comes a big show now. <laughs> like, it's just not happening. It's, it's just not happening. The WWE champion, the big show. Oh, God. He's lucky he's got such an iconic voice because the amount of things he says sometimes, you're like, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not even mad about it, though, because... Give him a break, man. The guy is still going at his age. I think it's great. I think it's great he's still commentating. And I think, if anything, it gives us something to talk about when he does stuff like that. Like, we got thumbnails for days out of that. (laughs) Well, let us know your thoughts on everything we have discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. And do join. This is fun as well, by the way. You know, the lover of AEW, number one in, uh, in, in what culture, Michael Sidgwick, me and him sitting down over the weekend to talk about Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show in AEW. And, uh, well, he doesn't hold back. Listen to that. That comes out on Sunday. But anyway, enough of all that. It's now time for a... Bloody Good Quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Ben Martin Music. If you want your name association with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and leave us a review on there, just like Ben Martin did. Ben Martin writes, Love this pog. Loved. It's not a good start in past tense. <laughs> Loved this podcast for years and listened daily for a long time. But every time I hear Sedgwick. <laughs> <laughs> But every time I hear Sedgwick talk about socialism or calling himself socially (laughs) on a free media platform, they don't exist in my actually socialist country of residence, I cringe and have to turn it off. Politics has no part in this kind of light entertainment commentary, but it's become far too frequent and he moans about basically everything. I'm sure he's a great guy, but he certainly comes across like someone full of bike. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Someone full of bike, hatred and intolerance. Not a good... I'm just looking at at the keyboard and he means bile. Bile. (laughs) 
Ah, because yeah. I was like, those three words don't fit together. <laughs> <laughs> You're so full of fight, you are. Bring, <laughs> bring. Uh, so thank you for that, Ben Martin. Uh, <laughs> associated with the hashtag bloody good. I don't understand either. I've never heard Sidgwick talk about being Hamlet talks about being socialist. That's what I was thinking. In my head, I was thinking that could easily be either of them at this point. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for the constructive criticism, Ben Martin. The image of Sidgwick being made up of like bike spokes and handlebars. And brakes now in inside of him. He's just so full of bike. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, God. any guesses to what this week's quiz is about? Bicycles. It's not. not. <laughs> big show. It's or not. the go big show. Oh no. It's a miss quiz. Of course oh, it's no, not. Of course. Because I mean we've got to enjoy oh. the brief time that he's WWE champion, but next wrestle culture he might have lost the title. So we've got to enjoy it. <laughs> Actually, he's your boy, isn't he, the Miz? How do you feel about all this? Are you happy for him? Uh, yeah, I think, like you say, I think they could have done more with him around the world title picture at different points of his career. When Brian came back, I was clamouring for him to win the, you know, win the title and have that. And then they just went, um, oh, there's all the matches at once, and they just, and there's a baby, and there's all this, and Maurice is here, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you couldn't have. Set it up for something like at WrestleMania for the title. Okay, whatever. Yes, I think I think I think he merits a second world title run. Maybe not now. I think it should have happened earlier on in his career. But I think as a means to an end for what we could potentially get at WrestleMania, I I can't really argue with it. I think it's the best. It's the least worst situation you could have had with him with the Money in the Bank briefcase, in my opinion. I think it mm. worked really well. Had he, I mean, it's kind of. Me and uh, me and Hamlet are talking over the weekend about dumb decisions made by WWE champions, and we start off by talking about why, why, why get. I mean, I know why he got Lashley involved because MVP was threatening to set Lashley on him. But if Drew McIntyre's just coming out of a chamber match, or whoever's coming out of that chamber match, they're going to be knackered. Just clonk them with the briefcase and hit a skull crushing finale. But still, um, yeah, I, I think. It certainly, as, as Phil and I said, it certainly made me and hopefully made more fans want to watch Raw off the back of the chain. Mm. had to see how they followed it up. And, and they did follow it up well, even if the Miz looked like a little bit of a bitch. Uh, right, okay, Miz quiz. Uh, usual things here. Ten questions, multiple choice, shout out your name. Wait for me to come to you, but just remember, lads, it's just for fun. It's just for fun. Just okay. for fun. Question number one. What year did the Miz compete in Tough Enough? Was Good it start. <laughs> 2004, 2005, 2006, or 2007? Bill, don't know why, but I had 2005 in my head before you started, so I'll go with 2005. It's not 2005. Ooh. Well, now, was he there when I was leaving? Uh... <laughs> I'm going to say 2006. It's not 2004. Oh, it's not 2004, is it? It is 2004. Oh, fuck God's sake, man. <laughs> I'm slowly getting my credibility back with these numbers rounds. Slowly but surely. Although when Cleary turns up, that's all. I was right. about to say, Adam's not been here for a while, so. Yeah, okay. Question number two. This will take you back. 
we all remember his first televised match on SmackDown, don't we? Who did the Miz face his first televised <laughs> match on SmackDown? Was it this selection of names here? Tatanka, Funaki, <laughs> Scotty Too Hotty, or Jimmy Wang Yang? Phil. Just because Scotty Too Hot is in there, I'm going to say Scotty Too Hot. I hope it is Scotty Too Hot. Come on. It's not Scotty Too Hot. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst quiz ever. <laughs> I should also yeah. mention before we started this that I do not feel confident about this. Most of the Miz's big stuff was when I was yeah. not watching wrestling. Yeah. It's okay, Phil. I think at this point, it's a given that you and I suck at these quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from, save one or two where we've done loads of lists on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, your options yep. are Tanka Funaki or Jimmy Wang Yang. Oh, well, if it's not Scotty Too Hotty, then I want it to be Funaki. So I'll go with it. It's not Funaki. It oh. is, in fact, Tatanka. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So there you go. Everyone go back and watch that over the weekend. Isn't that classic? <laughs> uh, question three. Still no score. Uh, go on, Phil. I think you'll get this one. One what? each. We'll get one each in this quiz, and that's all yeah. we need. <laughs> what was the first singles championship Miz won? The Intercontinental Championship, the ECW Championship. Bill, I had ECW in my head as you were saying the question, so I'll go with ECW. It's not the ECW. Ah. He did challenge for it, but he didn't win it. Uh, your options, Adam Nicholas. Nicholas, I'm just going to gamble on this. I don't even know if it's an option to come. Who knows? The US title. It was the US championship. Very good. Uh, I still can't get over the fact they went, Tell you what would be a good idea. Brian <laughs> Danielson is his rookie on NXT. That'll boil a bit of piss, won't it? That'll boil some piss. Okay, question number four. Bring it slightly more current. 11 years ago. Who did the Miz knock off the ladder before grabbing the briefcase at Money in the Bank 2010? Boy. Was it Edge, Randy Orton, John Morrison, or Chris Jericho? Ooh, some interesting choices there. Wouldn't it be poetic if it was John Morrison, Phil? Wouldn't it? Hmm. Hmm. Where's me coin? Well, <laughs> why not? I mean, my track record in this quiz has not been going well so far. I'm going first. But Come let's on, try uh, Jericho. It's not Jericho. Uh, well, now I've got to go with Morrison. Because if I don't go with Morrison, <laughs> I'm going to feel like a right idiot. I don't think it is him, for the record. But I'm going to go with John Morrison anyway. It's not John Morrison. Uh, is it Edge? The man he cashed in on, Randy Orton. Oh, wow. And it was the man he knocked off the top ladder. Okay, next question. You'll get this one, hopefully. <laughs> question five. What Nilton Nicholas most for? Question five. Go on, Phil. The Miz main evented which WrestleMania? Oh, now. 27, 28, or 29? Phil. Go on, Phil. Ooh. Ooh. Do, do the math. Seven, I think. 27 is yeah. <laughs> At least I could get rid of two of those because I was at both of them. So. Yeah. Which ones? 28 and 29. Oh, nice. Both the Yeah. Twice uh, in a the, lifetime. Twice. You were both of those. I knew you were one of them. I didn't realise you'd done them both. 
He loves John I was a lot Cena. less enthusiastic about the second one than I was the he first. He loves him. He's slowly watching things unfold around the Royal Rumble going, oh. No, <laughs> again. So that's, so you were 28 and 29, you are, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I thought, so that's not, you got, you got Punk take Taker, Taker then. that's good. Got Punk Taker, that was the only that's... good match from 29. <laughs> my, I think that's one of my favourite uh, Undertaker matches, actually, mm. that. Well, well done, Phil. You are right. Uh, it was hey. main event in WrestleMania 27. I'm glad you remembered because he doesn't because he got completely <laughs> concussed in it, of course. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, question six. One each. All to play for. Flying. Who did the Miz and Asuka defeat in the final of season one of the oh. challenge? Was it? I'm waiting for a name, baby. <laughs> Rusev and Lana, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair, Braun Strowman and Alexa. Well, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss because I just want it to be them and they were in my head before I started. And I've guessed the first in every other question and it's gone so well. So <laughs> They did defeat them, but it was the semi-final. Ah. It's whatever it is, it must be the, the last one, is it? Have you got Carmelo in there? Finn Balor and Sasha Banks as the other one. Uh oh. Who's the other options then? Blue <laughs> <laughs> Seven Lana, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair, or Finn Balor and Sasha Banks? Oh no. <laughs> to go Carmella. <laughs> um, right, let's do the math, yeah. <laughs> now where Miz and Asuka face or heel there would have been Asuka was infectiously face I remember because she's doing all them amazing promos with the Miz like Miz thumbs up bit that I always yeah. that gif the big smile and the big thumbs up so uh, I will go with because of the what, the only heels I guess out of those yeah it's not this it's not these two I'm sure I remember them getting eliminated Rusev and Lana. Did we go with them already? Have we done them already? No. Oh. Yeah, All right, I'll go with them. It's not Rusev and Lana. It was Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Ah, right, well. I'm just looking at season two of... Oh, God. For some reason, I was literally picturing Bobby Lashley and Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't remember him in it at all. Never mind. Well, there you go. Looking at this, oh. by the way, in the weird way they did season two, because season two, yes, our truth and Carmelo was in the final against, well, in case spoilers, in case I do a mixed match challenge quiz. Ah, but they won though, didn't they? Yeah, they beat Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox, <laughs> which I like, I like how you just jumped out your own spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> because, because just look at this, and they did like a league table, and there was five teams <clears throat> of which. Four of each, you know, of each bracket went through. So the teams that made the final in the overall standings before they got to the playoffs. <laughs> Is this the one where Charlotte Flair had like three different partners because they kept getting injured? Flair, Styles, Hardy. Uh, they went 4-0 and in the group stages. And uh, yeah, immediately got eliminated in the quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> How did they play? <laughs> yep. And uh, what? Sorry, I'm just looking at this. <laughs> on Raw, top of the standings, Ember Moon and Braun Strowman. And uh, in the quarterfinals, Kurt Hawkins and Ember Moon lost to Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Where did oh. what happen there? Okay. 
But also, yeah, the, the two <laughs> finalists had a combined record in the group stages of two and six. They won, <laughs> by, they won wow. fourth and then they made the finals. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Anyway, right, back to the Miz quiz. Uh, we are still at one each with four questions <laughs> remaining. <laughs> what did Daniel Bryan call the Miz, which caused him to lose it on Talking Smack? Was it Ooh. lazy, reckless, weak, or a coward? Nicholas. Coward. Coward is yeah. correct. Yeah. What a blistering promo that was. Mm, absolutely. And that was when he was on his tour as Intercontinental Champion, which links into our next question. How many combined days has Miz been Intercontinental Champion? 397 days, 497 days, 597 days, or 600 and... Hell. Go the on, second Phil. one, 497. Is that the second one? It is the second one. It's not the right answer, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Phil, just going to keep my mouth shut for the rest of this right. quiz. Have you got any of these right when you've gone first? <laughs> one. the WrestleMania one right? That's true, we did, that's true. What question is this? A, eight. <laughs> ah, cool. So I've answered first on seven of them. <laughs> got one right. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, <laughs> give up. Keep doing um, the same thing. Yeah. Okay. What what was the question again? And the combined <laughs> days has Miz uh, been intercontinental right. champion. Phil just got rid of which one? Four hundred seven. I think it's the one above four nine seven. Please. Okay, you got three nine seven, five nine seven, six nine seven. So you mean five nine seven? Yes, please. Is the correct answer? Mm. Okay. He's two, had a lot of runs, hasn't he? Two questions left, Phil. I think he's had. Come on, Phil. Trains. I can do this. You can do this. Just go first, whatever you do, go first. <laughs> good, good question, this. This is my favourite question of this week. As we all know, uh, Miss is a Hollywood movie star. So I want you to tell me, which of these is a movie Miss has starred in? And sorry to break it to you, but there's none of the Marines in here. <laughs> ah. Well, that's, oh, it was either that one. No, I won't say any more, just in case there is. Okay. Uh, these are all, and it's, almost tempted me to do a WWE Studios quiz going forward because there's some jam- <laughs> they're all WWE Studios films. Okay, which of these is a movie that Miz has starred in? That he is in? He is in, yes. Okay. Is it A, Armed Response? Is it B, Eliminators? Is it C, Santa's Little Helper? Or is it D, Killing Hasselhoff. Phil. Come on, Phil. You've got this. Oh, I believe Phil. in you. Come on. Santa's little helper. Yes! Oh, Santa's hey! little Get in. There it is. <laughs> I had to fight every urge in my body to answer that question. Just to, I was like, just <laughs> give it to Phil. Yeah, he's been in some uh, crap films. <laughs> <laughs> Was he in that one with Paige is in that one as well, isn't she? I'm sure in Santa's Little Helper. Yeah, I think I'm sure so. that was the whole gimmick back then. The pair of them were in it. Played uh, he played Dax in Santa's Little Helper, and yes, Paige and Maurice were both oh. in that. He's been in uh, the Marine Three, the Marine Four, the Marine Five, and the Marine Six. Wow. Six Marine <laughs> films. 
That's unbelievable. What? Sorry, <laughs> I've got a topic here. <laughs> Marine Six, Close Quarters, starring Mike the Miz Mizanin, Shawn Michaels, Becky Lynch, and then it's like music by this guy, cinematography by this guy, edited by Chuck Norris. Not the Chuck Norris, but <laughs> not. Chuck Norris. <laughs> I love this. People come for a quiz every week, and every week they get like a couple of questions and then a detour. <laughs> Brilliant. It was also in a film that I was looking at. Which one was that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't... Was it Chuck Norris or not? You can't leave us hanging I, like it, that. It, it, I can't click. It says Chuck Norris, but it's not like linking to Chuck Norris's. I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I also okay. like he was in uh, he was in a movie called Queens of the Ring, Cashiers by Day, Divas by Night. <laughs> That's the uh, the little tagline. Uh, it's twenty fourteen French comedy film uh, supported by WWE Studios. Budget twelve point four million dollars. Box office one point seven million dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, 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 that's awful. <laughs> even starred CM Punk, The Miz, and Eve Torres as themselves in it. Well, I mean, how did it not break <laughs> 30 million? <laughs> uh, right, Phil, get this right, and it's it's a draw. Come on, Phil. I'm excited. I'm excited. You have to go first as well. <laughs> of course. Can't break the string. Final question. How long was The Miz versus Drew McIntyre at Elimination Chamber? Was it 11 seconds, 21 seconds, 31 seconds, or 41 seconds? Ooh. Right. Let's do this together. Think about it. was a DDT and a three count, because for some reason, when you start a match against Drew McIntyre and he's really tired after an elimination chamber and he's just been beaten down by Bobby Lashley, the first thing you think to do is a DDT. I was, f- I'll be honest, I was furious about that. <laughs> That's a whole other situation, but yes, I was furious about that. So it's gonna it be can't be eleven seconds. Chunk of time. Definitely not eleven. Definitely I doubt it's twenty one. I think he's put twenty he's put twenty one in because he liked the twenty one second song. That's why that's in there. Because like, <laughs> he's got 100, seconds to go. I promised you it's a hundred percent the reason why that's in there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I was going C or D. Forty one. But then you count twenty one seconds out, you know, long. it's quite yeah, a long time. Quite long. I'm gonna go C. I'm gonna go thirty one seconds. Come on, Phil. Phil Chambers, you started off this quiz guessing first and getting just every question wrong. <laughs> Apart from the, the question where it was an A or B question because you've been at the other WrestleMania. <laughs> that I'd already used my 50-50 on. Yes. <laughs> However. You said 31 seconds. For the, 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 31 seconds. <laughs> I elimination chamber. If that. you tell him he's lost it after this, you're a piece of, <laughs> you are an absolute trash panda. The correct answer was 31 seconds. We did it. The dream is alive. Yeah, he did. I'm not full of bike after all. <laughs> Say this. 21 seconds is an absolutely banging song. By so it so. is a banging song. You will <laughs> find no arguments for me, but is. you put that in there for that exact reason, and I know you did. Two multiplied by 10 plus one. Quiz done. Wrestle culture done. <laughs> <laughs>
I think I did that once on the news. With you that, did. That it nearly killed. It. Plus one. <laughs> eat done. And you just you sent me a message going, you bellend. <laughs> I, I've, I've still got the footage. If, if you remind me to post it, I will post that. Too. I've still got the footage of you doing that. And Andy Murray, I believe, just breaks down. Just, <laughs> could not handle it. <laughs> Neither can I edit in the video. Oh, dear. Right. That has been the Miss Quiz. If you like these sorts of quizzes, loads more at whatculture.com. Um, this has been Wrestle Culture. As I said, make sure you join us over the weekend talking about dumb decisions by WWE champions and the big show in AEW. Those podcasts will be out over the weekend with myself and the Dadly Boys. Subscribe to What Culture Wrestling to make sure you get those. You can let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed and send us a picture of Michael Sidgwick as a bike, I suppose, if you want, at What Culture WWE. <laughs> Thanks once again to Ben Martin Music for uh, sponsoring this week's quiz. You can do so by subscribing to What Culture Wrestling and leaving a review on there. And you can follow us all on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch those there. Follow all three of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at at Phil My Chambers, and you can follow Adam Nicholas at at it's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Adam Wilborn at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. My thanks to Adam Nicholas. My thanks to Phil Chambers. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.